Welcome to Your Asylum Movie Review Time. I'm Jeff, a.k.a. the former guy known as Kane, and the other side of the glass is my other cohort, Mr. Mike. Good evening, sir. Mike Honcho. That's right, Mike Honcho. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I, I was watching Talladega Night, so I was like, man, I forgot about Mike Honcho. No, that was it's fun. was that on our list? Did we do that one? Talladega Nights? I don't know. I don't think we did. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, we, we really haven't done a lot of comedy. Like when we you sit down and look at the list, there's not a lot of heavy comedies, and and that is a that is one uh, I'd love to That's do. I'd love has. to do a Will Ferrell like block. I know Will Ferrell's a very like select comedy. Yeah, so a lot of folks don't like him so as much as I I think if I we're do. doing Talladega Nights. We got to do Step Brothers. That's right, yeah. like, and honestly, me personally, I think we should also do if we're going to do those. We throw in one of his serious movies, uh, Stranger, oh. Stranger Than Fiction. Stranger Than Fiction. Oh yeah, so good. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the one I always tell everybody. It's like, oh, if you don't like him, it's like watch this movie. It really gives you like his it, acting ability, and it, it's just a really fun movie. And just the cast alone is just ridiculous. Yeah, he he can pull off the drama, man. I mean, mm-hmm. they, everybody knows him as the funny guy, but uh, yeah, he, he he's got the chops to do it. And plus, uh, he was uh, probably the best part of Zoolander too. <laughs> I'm sorry, Zoolander two is awful, but. I, yeah, I honestly can't. I, can say, I can't remember much of Zoolander two except I think his 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 bits. It's it, because that's it. If they they sold you on that, everything else is terrible. But he's fantastic in a otherwise horrible movie. But we're not doing Zoolander, and we're not doing Step Brothers. We're actually doing a film from the our selection of 2010, 2020, or reverse. We're doing 2000, 2010, whatever. No, no, we're, uh, we're 2000, doing 2011, 11 to 2000, because this one's 2011. Okay, yeah, 2011. So we're doing what I call the Rocky of MMA films, which is Warrior, starring our buddy and yours, Mr. Tom Hardy. Did you just now, call it Rocky of anime films? MMA. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you yeah. said anime. I'm like, I don't, I didn't see any anime in that movie. No, MMA. <laughs> that would be interesting if it was a Rocky you know, anime movie. Which, um, but anyway, before we get into it, guys, well, I mean, I think we've already had a Rocky for the for MMA. I mean, bring the pain. Yeah, I mean, bring the pain. I just bring the pain, dude. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Come on, yeah, you can't, you can't oh, go wrong with Kevin James, man. Oh, my God. Just you mentioning that, you should be kicked out of here. Well, I sit there and chuckle. We're going to play a little quick trailer for you guys. So, uh, Mike, cue it up. Growing up, we all want to know the toughest kid in the neighborhood was, right? I want to know the toughest man on the planet is. That's what we're going to find out. It's me, Pop. What are you doing here? Tommy's back. Did he say if he wants to see me? I'm proud of you, Tommy. What you did for that kid, the tank. What was I supposed to do? Let him drown? Tommy Reardon, you saved my life. Look, Brendan, the bank has got to go by the new appraisal figures. You're upside down on your mortgage. How much do you need? I didn't come in for long, Frank. I was hoping that you would train me. Are you serious? Do it! We agreed that we weren't going to raise our children in a family where their father gets beat up for a living. Brendan, you're a teacher. You got no business in the ring with those animals. Actually, I used to be one of those animals. Guess I forgot to put that down on my application. There's this big tournament. Top 16 middleweights in the world. But when it takes all, I'm going to need a trainer. Of that much you were good at. I need this. I got a family to protect. Everything I do is for them. What's going on up here? Daddy is now a 
princess. Mom needed you. I needed you. You're my big brother. You bailed on me. I was a 16-year-old kid. What the hell did I know? You had a choice, okay? You had a choice. fight somebody right now <laughs> that, that, that trailer just got me hyped up i love the song i love the music choices and it just i guess it's very rocky-esque so but let's get into it because um you don't want to hear me blab about it you want to hear us blab about it as we talk about it so part of the movie is u.s marine tommy rorden visits his dad patty cotton a recovering alcoholic who has returned to his catholic faith in pittsburgh pennsylvania of course patty is played by your buddy and mine the inaugural Mr. Uh, ooh, I got it right here. I, uh, not Jennifer Morrison. No, Nick God, Nolte. Was, uh, Nick Nolte, yeah. Oh, wait, which really threw me off because when I, I, you know, I wasn't, this is the first time I've really watched this movie because, again, I'm not, really wasn't drawn to it, um, to be honest. I enjoyed early MMA. I'm not a fan of the current MMA at all. I, when it was a true mixed martial arts, not this this thing that they're doing now. I mean, yes, now is it, it is turned itself into a mixed martial arts in its in its its own martial arts style. But mm. I remember when you would see a boxer going against a kickboxer or going against you know kung fu. Yeah, it, I like that time. You know, when it was truly two martial arts going against each other early in the early now, days. Yeah. So I really when this came out, I was like, yeah, this was at kind of at the end of my like my my enjoyment of you know watching MMA. And um, so I never even wanted to go see it. But every time I heard about it, it was always that Tom Hardy movie. You know, I never really heard of Joel. I never knew if I would have known Nick was in this one, I might have actually given it a chance because I, I, you know, I love Nick Nolte. I mean, Forty Eight Hours. I mean, you really want to dig deep. Probably one of my dirty, dirty, dirty. I mean, you you don't even know this. Probably one of my dirty secrets. Uh, you remember the? Do you remember the movie uh, Teacher? Nick Nolte, um, Ralph Macchio, Ralph Macchio. Ooh, that's back in the day. Yeah, that's way old. back in the day. A little 38 special <laughs> soundtrack teacher. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Nick Nolte. Like, like I said, I'll go back. Yeah. If, if I could ever find that one, we will be doing teacher. Sorry. That's a real deep, deep. Yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a deep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's, like I said, that's what, that's when I was like, oh, okay, Nick Nolte's in this. Cool. Cool. Oh, okay. I'm definitely like, I was on board even more. He plays, the, um, he plays like the Mickey trainer type character in his yeah. film. And he but can he do it. I mean, you think back, think back to his gruff and, and attitude he had during. Um, when you think back to uh, like 40, 48 hours. Oh, he was great in forty eight hours, especially like the, the chemistry with him and Murphy Man was off. Yeah, but just that the, how he gets in and that that gravel to his voice, you know, it just it, it really picks up. Hey guys, yeah, yeah. he's fantastic at that film. And then of well. course, you know, you can't you can't forget Tropic Thunder. You know how he was in Tropic. Oh, Thunder. dude, he's so good <laughs> in Tropic Thunder too. What what is he doing lately? Nick Nolte, uh, he did uh, Angel Has Fallen. No, he did, he did he, Mandalorian. He was uh, the uh, one of the, the yeah. The he voice. did a voiceover. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. I can never remember the little dude's name, but I know he died. He made an unset. Oh, yeah, terrible. I have, I have spoken. So yeah, it's I, I yeah. Well, 
I'm going to be speaking about this as we move forward. So anyway, um, Tommy had a runaway from Patty with his dying mother when he was just a boy due to Patty being abusive, just a miserable human being of a drunk. And he's never quite forgiven him. So Patty tries to convince him that he has changed, but to no avail. Next day, Tommy, who was played by Tom Hardy, go figure, I guess not too much of a stretch, enters a gym, and in less than a minute, he knocks out a professional fighter named Pete Mad Dog Grimes, in which the fight is filmed on a cell phone. Yes, so we're entering the moderator, film a cell phone, goes viral. Tommy learns about a winner-take-it-all martial arts tournament called Sparta, in which the winner will receive five million bucks. Now, did you hear about how Tom, how uh, Tom Hardy got this role? Uh, no, I did not. Little little freak. So he flies out to out to England to do his to do his audition for the role. Instead of going to the hotel and then going to the audition the next day, when he get instead of going to the hotel, he uh, he goes. Uh, Tom Hardy shows up at the director's house at Gavin O'Connor's house at midnight. Oh, and really? Knocks on the door and they start talking and they literally. Ended up living together for like five days, talking about the movie and everything. So, I mean, you want to talk about somebody that probably read the script and was like, "Man, I want this role so bad that that's he he, uh, he bypassed the whole audition and just went straight to the director's house." Hey, hey yeah, right. He just said, "Freaky, I ain't gotta go. I ain't gonna screen test for this. Are you gonna hire? I'm gonna live with you for five days yeah. until like, or that's that's commitments. That's like, um, who was the one girl who was trying to be Catwoman for the longest oh. time? Yes, 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 yes. I can see her face too. Sean Young, Sean yeah, Young, Sean Young. Yeah. Young. She was uh, originally cast in the first Batman movie as a Vicky Vale character, and then she got hurt. So she went back to Warner Brothers, dressed literally in a cat suit, to uh, audition to be Catwoman in front of Burton. She went to the Warner Brothers lots, and it's a famous story about it. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, and needless to say, she did not get the role. But um, you know, we got Michelle Pfeiffer out of it, so you know, nobody lost in that matter anyway tommy's older brother brendan who was played by uh, owen lars himself mr joel edgerton a high school physics teacher and a former mma fighter is struggling to provide for his wife tess played by jennifer morrison for you once upon a time fans and their two daughters he has a mortgage in his house in philadelphia to pay for his younger daughter's open heart surgery jesus we're just pulling the strings dude pulling the strings and is now in danger of losing everything to increase his income brendan Battles amateur fighters for money. Rumors oh, that was Zoe. That's who that was. Sorry, it took me a second. What? Jennifer Morrison. Yeah, that was Zoe. Honestly, uh, and and sorry, I had to hate to go off of this, but that's the one Ted should have ended up with. Sorry. You remember okay. Zoe from from How I Met Your Mother? That's. Oh, oh yeah, Jennifer oh, Jennifer Morrison. That, yeah, that, that was her. That was the um. That was the one that that was dating the captain. Or married to the captain, got divorced, oh, and then she was the no, one that was. She was the I one. I thought Ted should have ended up with the. Um, well, who was the the baker? I liked her better. Oh, did you? No, I didn't know because she because yeah. she, she flipped she flip flopped so much. Yeah, but she came back. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look at somebody that's to be wife material when when uh, she left a, a a wedding in her bride's gown to go with me. I already know that's trouble. All right, you red flag, buddy. That you okay? If you, <laughs> we need to talk way, about your. Uh, we got to talk to talk to you about no, noticing your red flags. That's by, one um, of them. <laughs> by the way, um, the, the captain, uh, played by Kyle MacLachlan from uh, uh, Twin Peaks fame yeah. and Dune, uh, did he was so good as a captain. <laughs> like I couldn't really hate the guy. He no, was just so he was so just douchey that is like I'm the and his name is is the fucking captain. Easy, Which easy. Is, <laughs> pump your brakes with what you get ready to say, son. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll be quiet, I promise. But yeah, no, I no, I honestly no, when I didn't you know at first when I saw her, I was like, Man, I, she looks so familiar and of course that's always always drives me up the wall and it just hit me. So and and I like I said, me personally I think she was uh she was perfect for Ted there. Sorry, continue. I, I had yeah, my, no, I had okay. my, I, I skipped the rails. No, it's okay. You know, I'm a big How I Met Your Mother fan. Although How I Met Your Father's on right now, and I saw one episode and. Pfft, yeah, yeah, I've heard it's not a. It's it's not. It's, a, it's just it's just I think it's just the cast. It's just they haven't grown on me yet. Like that cast, they they grew right you know yeah. from me. So anyway, rumors of Brennan's secret life are spread around the school, and the superintendent suspends him without pay. That sucks. Later that night, Patty comes over to meet up with Brendan in his driveway to reconcile with him, but to no avail. Before Patty leaves, though, he tells Brendan Tommy is back in town. Left with no other option, Brendan seeks the training of an old friend, Frank Campanella, and begins competing in smaller venue fights. After the fight, Frank planned to enter. And, and, who's, and who's Frank Campanella played by? Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo. So, so a real stretch. Another stretch of a name. <laughs> But again, I mean, oh, you got you got to love Frank too. I mean, uh, he was. Um, I love Frank Grillo, dude. He's another one of my uh, dirty little secret. I mean, we're talking about like uh, actors that you know, because there's to me, like you were saying last night, there's no such thing as a movie star anymore. Like you know, I- I'm gonna rush to see all their movies, but uh, Frank Grillo's movies are very entertaining. Well, he's always one of those ones when you see him, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm good here. I yeah, I, I can definitely uh yeah, I'm willing to watch the rest of this. Uh, who was it he played in? In uh, he was in Endgame. He was in like three of the uh, Avengers movies. Who was he again? Yeah, um, he was Crossbow. He was Crossbones. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I loved it when I saw him in there. I thought uh, thought he did an amazing job in that. And again, this, he's just one of those ones you see him, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I know this will be a fun movie or a good movie. He did a movie recently. I'm not sure if you saw. It. I'm not sure if I told you about it. Uh, with Mel Gibson, it's basically like, almost like a video game come to life, where Mel Gibson is the bad guy. It's not. Is, that, keep- is that Billions? No, 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 no. He, it's a movie that he's in with Mel Gibson, and basically, it's like a premise that he keeps dying in, in the same spot, but then he realizes he's in a video game and he changes his course. It's a really funky type movie, but uh, check it out, freaking Mel Gibson, dude. When he wants to turn it on, dude. Oh, a day to die. Okay, day yes. to die. Yeah, yeah. I, I have heard about that when I was. It was when I was. Uh, I was in, actually, it's not even out yet. That's why we. That's why we haven't really heard about it. It's not out till March. I think I've seen it already. Nope. You sure? Uh, I just was looking at it here. Bruce Willis, a day to die. Oh, I'm thinking of a different movie then. Uh, okay, I mean you might have yeah, saw the trailer, but yeah, that's. I'll tell you about it off air. Oh, we'll find it. Uh, anyway, after arriving at the tournament, Brendan discovers that Tommy has also entered the tournament. It is revealed Tommy is still angry at Brendan for staying behind for when Tess, when Tommy and their mother and their mother left. Patty. Oh, this is not written well. Tommy was left to care for their sick mother while she became terminally ill. Brennan claims that he could not have helped her, helped falling in love with Tess. Okay, I see what you did. So he's, he's forgiven for this. His father's wrongdoings, but Tommy is unconvinced. So basically what's going on here is just there's a whole lot of shit. So uh, I gather here that the mom was sick and Brendan fell in love with somebody. And then he left to start his own family. And I guess Tommy is resentful of that, you know, you left me with my mom when she was sick. So fuck you. So that basically is what that's telling me. Meanwhile, the video of Tommy beating up mad dog attracts the attention of a Marine whose life Tommy saved in Iraq. The Marine proceeds to tell Tommy about Tommy's heroism and Tommy becomes a national hero. Tommy's military record surface and reveal that he deserted his entire unit was killed in a friendly fire bombing. 
Tommy had been using his mother's maiden name as his own in a surname in order not to, to evade arrests for his desertion. He reveals to have pledged to give the winnings to the widows of the fallen friends. The military police will take him into custody, but will wait until after the tournament is over. So pretty nice little gesture there. He left his little crew, but, um, you know, friendly fire stuff. He wants to give the money to the families, which is pretty good. Over two nights, Brendan and Tommy have contrasting fortunes. Tommy quickly and brutally knocks out opponents while Brendan is outmatched physically, but uses Brazilian jiu-jitsu to force grappling submissions in the semi-final match. Very interesting how they make Tommy just like the Mike Tyson type character in this film. He just basically knocks people out, walks away. That's basically it. Like his matches last like less than a minute. So he's kind of like the big brooding guy and his brother's more of a tactician because he's older. So, because when you get older, you have to compensate for things you no longer. When I saw this and that, yeah, you know, kind of comparing comparing their their fighting styles, it was something that um, uh, something in NCIS, the show NCIS, something that was said. There's a it was a, one of the early seasons, and um, it had the team all training, and it had Denozo and Gibbs fighting you each other. And, you know, Dinozo's like, oh, I didn't know the Marines taught you how to box. And, you know, Gibbs just fucking knocks him on his ass. He goes, they didn't. They taught me how to fight. And that's <laughs> kind of the style you're looking at. It's like Tommy it, Tommy being a, a Marine and coming from a military background, he, he's not trained to box and, and to spar. Or if he's in a situation, he knows how to fight to win. Mm-hmm. You know, but in the, you know, his brother, on the other hand, with what his training was, he was trained more, you know, specifically in just like the the styles of fighting. And you know, it's he's a he's a more polished fighter, and Tommy's just more brute, brute strength. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you go, you look at anything. You know, look at look at you know your different styles. You know, you even like we talked about wrestling a lot. You know, on our shows, and you know, you look at the different styles of wrestling. You have your your brawlers, and you have your tacticianers. Each one. Is just as good. You know, t- some of our favorite wrestlers, some are the best tacticianers out there. You know, you throw a, you know, you got a, you know, a Bret Hart, you know, who's a massive, great, great moves, and then you throw him against like an Austin. You know, when you look at how Austin was, Austin was a bruiser. Mm-hmm. Early Austin, yeah, he was more tactician. He hurt himself, but then he had to become, you know, just a, a fighter really, and, and, and that fighting fighting style became part of his character. And so, yeah, and then you know, of course, we have a introduction of somebody here. Yes, so Brendan is matched up with this particular person and with the undefeated Russian wrestler Koba. And if you guys don't know who that Russian guy is, it is your favorite, probably one of my favorites, and that is WWE Hall of Famer and Impact Hall of Famer Kurt Angle. Which uh, I don't know why he's a, which is I don't know why he's a Russian. Yeah, I love that. Not only is he a Russian wrestler, he's a Russian gold medalist (laughs) too. So I was like, okay, that's it. By the way, he doesn't speak a word of dialogue in his film. Just want to let people know that he doesn't say anything, so he just he just basically dominates. Yeah, and this is what 2011, so he was still yeah. in his impact days. So you know, it's kind of kind of cool to see that. Yeah. So anyway, he dom uh undefeated wrestler Kobo who dominates him in two rounds. In round three, Brennan swings for the fences, making a back and forth battle. In the closing moments of the final, Kobo takes Brennan's back from the clinch, and Brennan goes in for the rolling knee bar. As Koba attempts to escape the position, Brennan quickly reverses and readjusts the knee bar, narrowly winning by submission. Tommy meets Mad Dog Grimes in the semifinals, and Tommy again, once again, knocks him out. <laughs> Same thing that happened to him when they met earlier. Just say, boom, I'm gone. I just love, by the way, I, the contrasting is so good. Like, he has to struggle. Um, 
I'm, I'm going to bring up another analogy for you. I and mean, it's probably going to bring us bad memories, but I don't give a damn. 2007 Giants. All right. 10 and six. Basically the whole year they struggle, 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 struggle. And the, and the, while well, you know, the other side of the corner, the undefeated Patriots basically destroying people left and right, murdering them. They meet in the last day of the season, right? Giants go up on like uh 30, I think it's like 28 to 10 Patriots come back and win like 35, 33. After that game, I'm like, you know what? We meet these guys again and we struggle. I think we got a shot. Rest is history. Giants basically struggled throughout the playoffs, winning by three here, three there. And, and the rest, as they say, is history. Anyway, let's move forward. The night before the final day, Patty attempts to talk to Tommy about his actions in Iraq. Tommy angrily disagrees with his father, who he relapses and starts drinking again. Seeing this terrible vein, Tommy calms and confronts him. Aww. In the end, the brothers are the last fighters remaining in the tournament. It is revealed to the world that the two men are brothers. Yeah, if you couldn't tell in the trailer, the brothers do fight in the end. Despite Brendan's desire to reconcile, Tommy shows no interest in doing so. Tommy wins in the first two rounds, but Brendan eventually dislocates Tommy's shoulder with a, oh, I'm going to butcher this shit, umpalata arm lock. I guess that's how it's pronounced. As the fourth round starts, Brendan insists Tommy give up as Tommy only has the use of one arm. As Tommy continues trying to knock Brennan out, Brennan unloads a barrage of strikes trying to end the fight. Tommy goes Brennan to continue hitting him, and the fourth round ends. At the start of the fifth, Brennan refuses to fight, but Tommy persists. Brennan realizes he has to force him to submit, and he traps Tommy in a rare naked choke. As they struggle on the canvas, Brennan apologizes to Tommy, telling him that he loves him, and after some hesitation, Tommy taps out. The reconciled brothers exit the ring as their father looks on, smiling. And that, my friends, is Warrior by Gavin O'Connell, 2011. I freaking love this movie. I've raved about it for years, I think, before we would consider doing the review. We actually consider doing a watch-along, but it's one of those movies that it's not really... It's more for yourself to watch, and there's an inspirational story, there's a family element to it. I call it the Rocky of MMA movies because I really think it is... A lot of heart to it, too. And um, the fighting is so spot on in this film, too. Like, you can't really tell. Like, they had a lot of guys like Grillo and obviously Kurt Angle input, like, you know, how to put together the fights. So that's why they're so authentic. But um, if I had to give it out of five straight jackets, I'll give it four to five, man. I, I love this film. What now say you? you now say? you want to talk about authentic, though. These guys really hurt themselves. Uh, Joel, yeah. Joel tore his MCL uh, in the cage during production. That halted uh, fighting uh, fight scenes for six weeks. Tom suffered broken toe, broken ribs, and broken finger. So, yeah, these guys were not <laughs> – they were not pulling punches. But, again, when you hear the stories of, like, Rocky, when Rocky first started, you hear about those times, you know, that they were fighting. Actually, I think if you uh, look back, I think it was um, – if you look at the uh, behind the scenes on uh, Creed, you actually you actually see one of the shots that he gets fucking knocked out. <laughs> I mean, cold. So, yeah, it's definitely – a they weren't pulling their punches on this one, which I thought was uh, really good because, I, I mean, that, that shows you that there's heart behind it. You know, they're like, yes, it's acting, but there has to be a certain amount of, of doing it because if you really screw up fight choreography, it's horrible. It's a horrible Yeah, horrible. it just looks, looks terrible. Yeah, it looks just takes you completely out of the moment. I mean, even you even talk about it, you know, like I said, you and I are being wrestling fans. We can watch, you know, matches and stuff like that and see – some horrible live stuff. I mean, even just recently, uh, did, did you see the uh, just before the Royal Rumble when Lita and and uh, and Charlotte met in the ring and 
Oh, and and you know, wants to go swing at her, and I'm like, "You were two feet away," and she and she ducked and fell down. Like she was, I was like, no. "Oh." When the, when the fight scenes, you know, like it's like you just said, it's if it's done well, it's almost like a dance. It's it's choreographed, but it's good and it looks real. And yeah, this film definitely had all those elements to it. They actually made a little sequel to it. Uh, Gavin O'Connell did. It's called Brothers, but it was never released in the states. It's a, basically an Indian remake of Warrior, so it's like another side. And yeah, I think it was released like four years later. Yeah, well, I, I'm I've been trying to find this film too because. I've, I've been, yeah, I even go to the deep dark web and I can't find it. But uh, if anybody has a link to find me brothers, just, you know, send it to me on Facebook. I'd really appreciate it. But, uh, you know, sorry, uh, Gavin O'Connell has done some pretty good stuff too. Uh, after that, he did Jane got a gun, the accountant and the way back. So, you know, he's, he's a decent director, man. He did miracle too. If you haven't watched miracle, watch that about the 1980 Olympic hockey team. Great. Film. Yeah. That one is a good movie. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've enjoyed that. I one. think we talked about this before also that that was one of our lists and then we had to cut it out, but um, he's a great director, man. And um, this film is very evident of it. And uh, the accountant, another good one. It's a very, almost like John wiki, but um, with Ben Affleck and um, another punisher was in that film too, which is John Bernthal. So, Check that one out. So yeah, the, uh, the cast in here, there, there were two of them. We had we had Frank Grillo, and then you also had the Maximilian Hernandez. He was also in uh, Avengers Endgame and um, Civil War as well. He was uh, another another uh, alumni. He was uh, Agent Jasper Sitwell from uh, – Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. I'm looking at the cast now too. Shit. Joel Edgerton, which we'll be seeing him soon again in uh, – I think he's coming back for Obi-Wan. I read that, so – You'll be seeing him again. So, what say you about the film, sir? Did you like it? Yay, nay? Definitely, yeah. I, I really liked it. It was one of those ones I can I can say I I, I wish I would have watched it sooner. But again, it's one of those ones I think it's not going to drop onto my rewatch list that often. Mm. Maybe in the background kind of thing, but nothing I like. I want to sit down and chill out, sit on the couch and, and watch, you know, and, and and give my full attention to. Well. Hopefully, if you guys are out there, you can give your attention to this film. 2011 it should be on streaming services. It's on DVD. Check it out. Love it. And uh, I guess that's it. So check out the Facebook page at Heroes Asylum Podcast and the Heroes Asylum. Check out Midnight Movies as well. You can look for me and Mike there. And as always, from me to you, get to the asylum. We will see you soon, kids. <laughs> <laughs>